don't know, man. I, I feel like I gotta deep think some shit right. if I want to come with an idea with my friends because I'm older than y'all and they got this thing like, oh, well, I ain't gonna be working for you. Or I ain't, you ain't gonna be telling me what to do. I don't, I, I'm doing this. Or I'm doing that. And it's like, bro, well, bring that to the table. I bring this to the table. And then so and so bring that to the table. That's 10 plans amongst four people. You yeah. can't fail. Yeah, you know what? Hello, 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 my mighty audience. How y'all doing today? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever the fuck you listen. Welcome to the event show. It's me, Carl Smith Jr., your host. Not with the most, with the most intense. And then this event show, we're trying to air it out on here for the folks. I got my man, Monty, here. AKA. AKA. Miracle, Ma. Of course. Of course. Give them, give them all your aliases, man. Uh, I can't give them all because I still use one when I drive. You know okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so, uh, for the people that don't know me, there ain't too many people that don't know me. Uh, you know, Monty, uh, Lauren, brother, uh, Old Man Jenkins. Yes, that is Old Man Jenkins. Yeah, I ain't the same Old Man Jenkins. Uh, let me see. Four years, my son. <laughs> Uh, Money Monty. Yeah, get Money Monty. Yeah, I got that. I got that nickname from my cousins in the hood because uh, when we first went out there, you know, it was always that thing. Like uh, when you're young, when you move to Southfield, your cousins we got be around the same age, and they ain't stuck in Detroit. They always got this thing like you know, y'all niggas soft. Yeah, you soft. You, you get money. Yeah, you just a whole ass nigga. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I had to go over there in the hood in a young age and let niggas know like, nah, bro. I really came with that gene in me, you know what I'm saying? I can't control what Roger was in my parents. Yeah, exactly. That's, one how, that's similar to my lifestyle, man. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly never far from the streets of Detroit, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Always around, always been around. Cousins still there, loyal bound. You seeing them all the fucking time. I may not reside there, but don't take that shit because I live in Southfield. It's, I'm just a weak ass or a whole ass. I ain't cussing the like soft ass nigga. Please, trust me, it's plenty of you hood motherfuckers that claim y'all hard, but as soon as y'all behind those interrogation rooms, you fold. You fold, bro. Exactly. Or you folding on your mans when the heat is really on. Got a gun in your head, you gonna fold. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what it be, bro. Like, it's either you either got that gene to be to handle your business, or you ain't got the gene to handle your business. You know, the ones who don't. That's what they create college following. Job titles and like give you training because college ain't nothing but training, academic training. College is academic training to socialize amongst your peers and also to familiarize yourself with the field that you're getting into. It doesn't necessarily teach you the technical aspects of it though. That's what the trades and the certifications are for, you know what I'm saying? Get that experience, like hands on experience. And that's one, that is one thing we're going to catch today. We, you know, I actually do want to talk about the, um, the difference of, you know, a actual hands-on experience versus, you know, just book learning. Mm-hmm. That's something I definitely know you can rap about. Oh, yeah. And then part two, we're going to get back to what you wanted to talk about, which was, once again, that you were starting this off with in our conversation, which is Oh, yeah, about the uh, black folks not want to be work together. Oh, yeah, that's definitely an issue. I'm not going to say black folks. I'm going to correct my shit because I don't want to be ignorant in here. My first time for this. Um, I'm gonna say niggas. Because niggas, yeah, niggas is the only ones who, you know, not never good enough. You know what I'm saying? 
if you do do something, yeah, or they want all the money. Because I feel like if you you got a vision and you're going to spend your money, a lot of money on something, and you come and bring it to your niggas and say, nigga, let's break bread. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this shouldn't even be no problem. For my mixed race audience, he's now referring to niggas as in, you know, the niggas we talking about, we talking about niggas as in, you know, colloquial, not like whatever, nigga, that type. But, continue. I just wanted to let them know that nowadays, you got a great idea, great plan, put that bitch in motion, just do it yourself. Then, once you get up, if you up there, if you killing it, then go ahead and say, hey, y'all come on, eat with me. If not, I'm gonna keep eating. I had to learn that the hard way because I had to stay like I always had to stay like man first thing I get on I'm make sure my brothers are straight my friends are home we gonna be straight even when I was younger it always backfired always so I say well maybe I'm picking the wrong people you know what I'm saying let me go and try somebody else who because in order to like have a good team you gotta have a bunch of niggas who like I have ambition. I have ambition. And not money hungry. Because money hungry kills everything. Money hungry people, you you can't never just get no money and go on to the next thing because it's always going to be a dispute. Like, well, wait a minute. You got this. It was my idea. Why I only get, you know what I'm saying? It's too much, uh, you know, too much politics when it comes to like doing shit in the group nowadays. I feel like, I feel like they need ambition most foremost. They just money hungry because they just been broke their whole life and they trying to change that shit. They don't have no real ambition. They just know the ambition is get to the bread. But no, really is the ambition is to build an empire that gets that bread, bro. That's where the real ambition should sit. And if you're dealing with a whole bunch of ambitionless ass niggas, but they know they need to make ends meet, so they're trying to get to the money. Yeah, that's what brings up what my man Monty is talking about. That bullshit where they get cut up for no fucking reason when we all in this shit. I thought together, you know, but people be wanting bigger slices of the pie they deserve. People be wanting to, you know what I'm saying, slack on the work they supposed to be busting out and expecting to get the same payment. Like, you know, it's just, you know, you have to weigh the pros and the cons of who you trying to politic with, especially in our age range at this time. I definitely want to make it clear that I don't know what the episode this is going to be called, but at the end of the day, um, we definitely trying to put some more enlightening positive views into the air. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I do have another recording with some of my other friends. I'm going to be dropping that soon. Um, yeah, it's been quite a while. I haven't been able to really get another gasoline show until two weeks ago and now currently. And that's how I want to keep this thing going. I want to keep keep the guest flow going. Because to be honest, that um, episode that, I told you, that I'm telling you all about right now, I recorded two weeks ago. That's gonna be like a tip. That's gonna be like a you know snippets of hilarity and animation. If you're interested in having a good anime talk, that's what we're talking about. We also talked about fatherhood and just bite it, bro. Don't don't, don't be a girl like that. <laughs> we over here pearling, you guys. You know, y'all always do what we want to. This is freedom of speech. Freedom to do what you choose. What is that you rolling over there, my man? Um, really? Yeah. Uh, I think it's some cookies. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> we are where you the real dude. Because one particular time, I'm going to tell you, he didn't have to do what he did, and he did, and I was shocked. That's why I never, I don't care how long we all go without talking about that shit, I always make sure I come pull up or hit him up because I had a uh, court date at a uh, 36th district. Yeah, so, uh, long story short, that nigga came through, went through all the processes. Like, he had a ticket, he didn't have shit. He just drove me down there and he just arrived. Came in, went through the metal detectors with me, went up to the courtroom with me, sat there the whole five, six hours. <laughs> you know, even the judge even snapped on me like, bro, you been sharing her all this time and you didn't. Yeah, that's how I remember that, yeah. I say, man, I don't go to jail a lot. You know what I'm saying? This I don't come in courtroom. Yeah, it's not regular for me. I don't know about signing no clipboard. You know what I'm saying? I've been in jail one time and that was in Oakland County. That's all the joint and all that shit. Yeah, we covered that too. If you're talking about that. Oh yeah, I, I asked DJ last time on the podcast about it, and uh, yeah, you can also share your progress and growth from that time period too, bro. Yeah, I my, love that. my story is a little different. From yeah, your story is different from scripting. Mine's a little more seeable. Yeah, visible. Yeah. Um. We're outside recording, by the way, if you're hearing all the nature and everything. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. I actually love quarantine recording. That's what we're doing right now. Quarantine actually went in my favor, other than a lot of people. Because I'm anti anyway, you know. I don't Mm -hmm. really really sit there and want to be around 30, 40 niggas all day. Yeah, that's that's, that's hot. I don't like that. I don't like that. It's me a favor. Quarantine was a come up for me, too. It was bashful. Plenty of money. Gonna be moving out of my people's crib soon. Yeah, guys, I'm about to be in the all spot. But then you're gonna see a lot of growth. Negative thing. Yeah. We're starting school. Oh, yeah, that that was definitely. How was that for you? Well, my kid's not old enough yet, so it was okay. But as far as like me having a soul and a conscience, yeah. I was kind of upset about that because, like, I feel like they ain't really put no thought into doing something else. Yeah. They just was like, nope, y'all niggas ain't going to school and do something else, learn at home. And it's like, bro, everybody's parents didn't go to college. Everybody's parents didn't graduate high school. Some people's parents didn't even go through middle school. Niggas dropped out at 15 and was at the plant back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So they can't teach you everything because they don't know. They know how to be on the line. And make motherfucking windshield wipers. Niggas don't know how to get the square root of 300 is and shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to know that shit already. So that was the negative part. I felt as a human being, they should have did something. They should have did like I don't know, virtual classrooms and shit like that, or like make all the kids like I don't know, Monday through Friday, four hours, be K through eight. For four hours in a library, keep all of them six feet apart. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Something in a virtual classroom. Yeah, and that's what a lot of schools I've seen at the end of this, like at the tail end of the school year. Yeah, some of them that had the schools that had the funding, they had the computer connection, mm-hmm. at, and then they were online and doing homework online and everything of that nature. But the inner cities was just like, hey, homeschooling. We ain't got the funding to teach them, so this is the curriculum. Hopefully, you can teach it. Like what? You know how many kids gonna be behind? Oh yeah, so life get back. Oh, they already know. There's, there's literally they trying to make the kids start school earlier because of the whole 
behind and how they're gonna, you know, get that education that was lost. And people are saying, you know, what I'm saying it's just it's only been oh so long. Like no, every day is a day to learn. Just, just so you know, just because like summer school isn't a punishment. Just so you know, I, to be quite honest, I'm not the one that wants to send my kid to summer school, but you're gonna be learning something every day. Cause I was the one that got that over the summer packet of math, over the summer packet of, you know what I'm saying, reading material. Yeah. That shit's standard to me. And if their school ain't giving it to you, I'm giving it to you. You're right. gonna have book reports to write. What books you gonna read over the summer. Yeah. What math lessons that you be gonna explore touching into the next semester of school so you gonna have a heads up. Cause I didn't get that part. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just basic math shit to do. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of died down when I got to that. SPS. <laughs> <laughs> Southfield Public Schools, uh, they slacking. Yeah. The only thing I got they was... They do good enough. No, but no, like, let me put it like this. I think maybe if I went to Southfield High, it would have been different, but I went to Southfield Lathrop, so it was more language arts based of the packets that they were sitting at home. Like, you always have book reports to turn in when you come back from the, from the summertime. Yeah. But they didn't really crack on science. They didn't really crack on the math yet at all. Yeah, but it was true. a liberal arts school, though, so it made sense. Yeah. So, what you're saying is... Well, primarily liberal arts, but the general, general education. So what you're saying is Southfield High would have had you a little smarter. In the... Uh, math department, probably, yeah. How can, I'm, how can you be so sure that you know some software high kids? Oh, I know plenty of software high kids. They seem to be pretty good with numbers. Whether they become a businessman or whether they go into some something dealing with, you know, actual physics and shit. But they suck at talking. They really do. <laughs> they suck at talking. They can crunch your numbers for you, but those motherfuckers is terrible people at speaking to people and shit. They don't know how to engage people. They don't know how to play. Southfield, Lathrop is full of some grindy niggas. You know why? Because they all know how to act. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> they all know how to act. Right? That was, that's a good point. Like, from the from the most suburban motherfucker mm -hmm. all the way down to the hoodest motherfucker that came from DPS over here. Because it was open enrollment. So, yeah. Yeah. once they did that, it was a difference. Motherfuckers know how to play a role in Southfield Lathrop. Where the education gets to that in on purpose. Yeah, they do. More fun. More fun than that. Of course, they had to. Everything was taken because they had to. They, and then you, clearly they had to shut halls down so they couldn't, you know, they couldn't um, justify how much money they was getting. But that shit ain't getting filled. So what, mm -hmm. what's going on? That's why they tried to oh, do open enrollment. That shit kind of worked, you know. Karma always worked. Yeah, karma always worked. A lot of motherfuckers ended up getting fired. Yep, and dozens of people that did make it. Principal switched out. Miss <laughs> <laughs> um, Whitaker had that shit unlocked. Yeah. And then I looked up, my little sister started going late to the and it was like, yeah, my principal was such a such. I'm like, what happened to Miss Whitaker? Oh, oh yeah. she got fired. I said, damn. Yeah, Miss Whitaker got fired. Because I thought she was going to make it for sure because she, you know, yeah, biracial. So Yeah, exactly. Miss Whitaker was there in 2008 and then she got gone. Mm -hmm. She was just prize act from 2009 yeah. on. That's the thing. Heavy set guy, wasn't he? And and um, Mr. Spryzak, if you happen to hear this, I do appreciate you. You were a good principal. You was fair-minded. You know how to deal with her kid. You know how to deal with trouble with you. You tried your best. And he was I'm, white? Yeah, he was white. 
But he was a fair, he was a, he was cool. He was actually a cool principal. He just was a no-nonsense principal. He wasn't as, oh, yeah, yeah. he wasn't as cool as Whitaker. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, he was the person you could confide in. Well, like, Whitaker wasn't cool, that bitch sent me the ass right. I mean, but you probably deserved it. Maybe. Because you fucked it up in class. I was never in class. Well, that's why you went to S-Rack. Truancy is a crime. But <laughs> S-Rack helped me out, so she did me a favor. Man, S-Rack's curriculum is literally for middle schoolers, and you can't even play that shit with me, bro. That's the dumbest, that's the, that's the dumbest group of motherfuckers. I'm they sorry. Just, just I'm sorry, S Rackmans, but if you graduated from S Rack, you did not take education seriously and you never were. <laughs> so, you know. No, there's niggas that walked from S Rack. So, oh, no, S Rack, you were capable of walking from S Rack. But long story short, if you finish in 12th grade in S Rack, mm-hmm. Bro, you didn't get none of the curriculum from, like, you're dumb. Like, I mean, come on, let's just be, let's just be 100. Because that curriculum is not engaged for you to actually be a productive member of education, from the education system. It's, like it's you said, like you said. Yeah, you get your These niggas have art class. <laughs> <laughs> they have a mandatory art class. <laughs> and it was basic. Like, basic art. It wasn't no advanced shit. I went there. When I was there, you had to do this. Man, yeah, that, I'm sorry. Oh, when I went there, it was uh, you know, a lot of openness. They was letting me get away with certain stuff because they just it was their first year opening. Yeah, I went to S Rack in the first opening on five. And you had to come to uh, orientation to get into the school. Because if you didn't come to orientation, you weren't going to be able to come to your class. So that's how they played that. That was to get the first little feel, you know, see who you were going to school with. I said, damn, it did me boy, I'm in here with half of South Carolina, half of Oak Park, yeah. and half of my school. Like, so, what do you do, thing? They wish we always were. <laughs> so many fights. So many fights all the time. So many attitudes to little people that actually cultivate them to do some real shit with it. <laughs> you know, just, you know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, bro, I'm glad we're here right now. Mm-hmm. And what else was he talking about earlier, like before? I could, we really just forgot that. No, we were talking about um, niggas and how they can't get money together. Yeah. Because niggas are so stuck on, you know. Yeah. Trying to, keep trying to be the man on their own. Yeah. And then we was not the point that you brought up before that didn't get on the recording was that like, you know, what's wrong with multiple people having multiple plans and then we all just converge together? Like what's wrong with that? A lot of people don't agree with that. Like, it's not their plan. But it don't fucking niggas, matter. Niggas want to be the brains even if they ain't got brains. And that's the crazy part. That's why the jailhouses is here. Exactly. But they didn't want to go by Somebody who's a little older and went through it already, you know, like, damn, at least it's over here. So you go do that. They get to you fast as hell. They rather go and do something themselves. And then now you fucked up. Right. Now you young as hell, caught one case. Gotta go to prison and get an F on the record. Can't get shit. Exactly. This shit's fucking stupid. I don't know, man. I'm living, living through it. Well, yeah. see, I wasn't stupid. I was a very smart criminal. And um, 
you know, my the stupidity came in because I let so-and-so come in with us knowing he wasn't one of us. Oh, that's a thing. But he was just, you know, it was just like, it was a bond after so long because he was coming around, coming around, coming around, coming around, around showing mm-hmm. So, you know, I let a couple people get in my ear. Oh, you cool. Yeah, we can do some shit back in here. Okay, cool. You know, he passed a couple first and a couple tests. And, uh, ended up being a downfall. So, moral of that story is to the people who listen. Yeah, um, do shit yourself. Don't even love nobody. That shit is occupied. Yeah, I never forget one time I was in prison, my first week there, quarantine. Yeah, I couldn't They go by your floor. Right. I was on the face there, my floor. First off, I'm really a fuck. So, anyway. I don't know. I recognize the name of I was on the bus for week one week, the corners of Yeah. We were talking. He said, uh, he had, uh, how many years ago? He was 20. Yeah. He had, I think he had 24 years. First of all. What he did was, his mama was in a relationship with a dude. Beat on so he came on one time and called him. Shot him. Yeah. But he didn't kill him. And the dude, <coughs> mama, he convinced the mama to be on his side first turn. <coughs> what the fuck? So they went all the way through with it. Thinking like, you know, he was a little time for these young. He was a big, he was crazy. That whole life. Yeah, that man, all that time, bro. It was all mama. Yeah. But you don't show me People fall. Yeah. It's sad that it's your own mama though, but I think it was some mm-hmm. of the I think it's some of them. Oh yeah. For the people that don't know what's going on. It's Grand Rapids. Classic place, actually. That's just crazy. Mm-hmm. But you meant to say he's from Grand Rapids, and that's what happened in Grand Rapids. Well, yeah. Go back to uh, what I was saying. Yeah. Speaking of the turn from rights to issues. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was good that out of like, when you go against you, I just think like, People be want to live their own dreams so much. Yeah. They don't want to use their dreams with yours and get double the money. Everybody just sit there and be broke for their career. It's been proven you can combine multiple things together and make a beautiful, homogenous creation that everybody can comfortably eat off of. You know, to be truthfully honest, because you have a manpower of four people or a manpower of ten people. That's who's running the board and doing all these different things. Yeah, incorporate that shit into our shit and we can maximize this shit. I ain't seen drug dealers come together with multiple things that they bring in. This guy bring in, like, <laughs> like that's the thing, like, smart drug dealers, they always have multiple connects to multiple different sources of different drugs and they 
operate in politics with each other and they make a pipeline. Like, you know what I'm saying? So they can maximize the distribution. That's just simple economics, man. Like, but people be so caught up in their own goals. And we just talking about drugs, but this is just like real financial plans. Like if you have a business you're trying to start, like let's say you want to do a candle line, you know what I'm saying? And that would be dope. But then someone else wants to do a body butter line, but then you know what I'm saying? Y'all can easily have a perfect combination, a perfect package, body bars and candles. That's dope. But both of y'all want to try and pioneer the shit and you just stepping on the other person's toes and y'all need to figure out how y'all can maximize this shit for each other. Yes. To be quite honest, because body butter and candle wax and everything like that, it all, like, that's, that's body care. That's aromatherapy. Like, come on. Like, that goes hand in hand. It's very simple. But everybody trying to compete now hustle the other person and nobody wants to actually like how we're doing right now. Take advantage of the talents of the other person. I like to have my friends come on because they all have a different facet to add to the table as far as being on my podcast. And I also want them to be able to express themselves and be able to actually maximize their full potential of getting reach on their own ideas and or business ideas, you know? Yeah. You know, I want people to understand, like, whatever. Oh, yeah, speak on your shirts, by the way. Yeah, and tagline information of where to find you. Uh, Maximizing goals. It's good. I started a t shirt line last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, just starting off, so I got me a shirt. Yeah, definitely. Appreciate the look. No doubt. Yeah, they heard. It's a hundred shirts right now in the summer. Okay. Uh, the name of them is uh, Mary Jane Lee. That's 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 the company I think I'm gonna just run with. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll say what say. I'm sorry, it had a hole in this whole time. Yeah, that's what I was making signal because we all live, so I didn't know. You're gonna just have to say it, it's fine. Oh, fuck that. Now the rattle fucked up a bit like that. I didn't know you had that gate to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get out. <laughs> <laughs> no one lives in that house, but. Be quite honest, that gate's kind of hard to move to go ahead and last it. You know, I just hop over that bitch. Okay. No one lives there, but that's why I used to be when I was younger. I don't have to leave that hop over. Almost a bit more. Almost fun, though. No, no, hell yeah, man. You gotta live your youth. Damn, time flies. We already a half hour in. We still got more shit to talk we really do, so man, we gotta get into the tables list. So, yeah, what next? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the state of current affairs. We were, we was kind of hitting on COVID and how it was handling education and everything. So, what's what's a really solid strategy right now to get down on this? The COVID is clearly on the incline again, as y'all know. Oh, you don't believe? I think uh, 
I do think they fluffed the numbers. Yeah. They're definitely fluffing the pattern numbers and they're giving fear-mongering like approaches to the media yeah. to make us sequester in our homes and be forever in fear and never interact, try to be as less human as possible. Drive everybody crazy before we end the world, you know? <laughs> you can't say too much. I'm not getting canceled for speaking to <laughs> If I get canceled, then that must be the power ups that be. That must be that I'm a wise man, and you know what? Bring all the heat. I need all the clock. Please. If I'm really speaking the real things, like maybe this is a grand conspiracy. I like conspiracy. Yeah, I love it. But I don't have enough evidence in my corner to say it's a fact. So I, I just like to ponder and theorize. Really? If this really is a disease that was intentionally meant for China to do population control, <laughs> what you say to that? I believe that's a very valid thing that they can and would do. Just because of how the whole thing started, you know that like it started off in a lab. First and foremost, it wasn't just someone eating a bat. It's because someone in a lab apparently had like exposed the virus to the to the masses in some way, shape, or form. Like they say it's because someone ate a bat, but I don't really believe that. <laughs> like. Yes, the, the uh, wet markets in China are tripe as fuck and it can cause super viruses to happen and things of that nature, but there's also a story about some a professor on side here that basically had hella money going to a research and development lab for bio biohazardous organisms, so all types of diseases and things. And he was getting ready to go to prison. And, you know, let's let's play mad scientist for a second. You know, I'm about to go to prison. How about I drop a plague on the whole world? Yeah. They got his ass and the plague happened. So, I don't know. Like, I just, and then, you know, they were getting caught up. That lab specifically where it came from, they're caught up in a whole bunch of money, big money getting laundered to and from him and that, you know, established area. No one's talking about it. But, you know. We're focused on the death toll. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> just focusing on this random death toll. Like they just—they only post the big number. They don't ever post who recently has died. It's always the fear that, like, when I say fear mongering, this is why I'm telling the truth. You're always trying to project the biggest number you can when they're projecting this. They don't ever tell you how many people actually died of COVID today. They don't tell you how much died this week, then this month, and then you know since it started. They just give you X amount numbers detected, X amount numbers. You know it takes forever for those test results to come back. So it's like every time they're reporting something new every day, it's old rehash information. It's like two weeks old. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, the numbers are rising, but like every time they report it, they're not reporting like in a more tactical way for people to actually digest entirely the situation. That's and you notice they stop reporting on Black Lives Matter shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They they trying to detract away from the situation like we're appeased or some shit. I'd love to look, arrest the murderers of Brianna Taylor. I say that right now. Arrest those. Yeah. Faulty paperwork? What the fuck? Sounds like they have trying to hide something. You know, they said the warrant was incorrect. You know, the address on the warrant was incorrect. Why did y'all come in busting period like that? You have full rights to shoot somebody? Like, you know what I'm saying? And apparently, you know, because y'all used a battering ram, 
you know, of course, if, like, I get it, it was the wrong address, so y'all gonna say they shouldn't be arrested because it was the wrong address, but at the same time, though, y'all did faulty reporting, y'all didn't take care of her for six minutes that she was alive, y'all apparently, you know what I'm saying, misreported, you know, what really happened as far as, you know what I'm saying, you say you didn't force the door down, but clearly y'all had a battery now, because <laughs> he didn't open the door. You know what I'm saying? And what are you going to do if you're in your bed and you definitely have nothing to do with what's going on right now? And you just hear someone banging on your front door and then they bust that bitch in. You're going to start shooting. That's what it is. And they didn't even hit the guy shooting. They hit the girl sleep. And they said she didn't have any injuries in the report. So this needs to investigate. We need to investigate. Please. This is going to have any injuries. Reported no injuries. How's she done? She got shot seven times. Wow. Yeah. So the shit's funny, man. You know what I'm saying? And then the whole child. Oh yeah, this child molestation ring that's getting busted up. And Gellion, her name. What is that G word? I'm gonna keep fucking up her name. But FC's partner is definitely tied up right now in a lot of shit. She's in prison right. She's in jail right now. And because she's a flight risk, I don't think, I mean, is she, you think she gonna fold and end up like Epstein or was Epstein dying enough for her, you know, to keep quiet and, you know, not fold on people? Or you think they gonna just say, fuck this, I'm about to judge the fuck out of this because of what recently happened with the FedEx man killing the judge's uh, family. Yeah, bro, this shit's getting deep, bro. And you got to follow the money to figure out where everything's going on because there's really, you know, we got to stop the human trafficking, y'all. This is not a real, this is not a game. This is not a game. Okay? So please pay attention to everything unfolding. Pay attention to the fact that Martha Stewart and Oprah are kind of like on house arrest and have paper versus Hillary Clinton. Pay attention to those images. That's not just Photoshop, that's real. These people are under investigation because they have big money and big money puts the war and itself together with everything. They know something. Donald Trump knows something. Okay? Pay attention to all the details. Please pay attention to all the people involved. And I need to do more research myself. I've just been more asking the audience to self-care, take care of my garden, take care of this podcast and doing everything I can with it. I've got most of it before I can fucking out. When is when this shit gonna go live? This shit probably gonna go live in the next week or so. Maybe. Or I might just edit it all down tonight or tomorrow. Just release it and release the other episodes. That one was a long one. I was losing. But long story short, that's it. That's just gonna be for the, you know, if you guys wanna enter a conversation amongst strong men. You'll be lucky to hear it, you know? Enter a conversation with childhood and what we really wanna see. Our animation takes off. Becoming a man and having a kid. That was discussed with Trey. Yeah, man. How is that? You gotta keep your life. I love it. That's good. They let you know it's important. It's not a. Uh, to me, having kids ain't hard to pretend. Yeah. Learn this year. But like that, what you do. You have to be responsible for somebody's life. You know they can't do it themselves. 
that's what it, that's what that shit Make me man, man, man. Make it even run away. Yeah, it'll be a boy or a wife. The answer is. Yeah. 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 I don't know why people even listen. They just don't want people to do it. They're messing up somebody's life. They're really different people who just need to give you and then chase their ass around. And you get them on the wild goose chase. Shit, just let them fuck away. Yeah. If the average person needs both of the things, what you need now? I see what you're doing, but. Yeah, I do agree with that shit. If you just ain't shit as a person, you don't need to be in a kid life because you don't want anymore to have it. But then the mom be ain't shit too. So like what is it but then like that's terrible. You know what I'm saying? Why would you leave this kid with this chicken head? That's terrible. I ain't saying chicken hair, but there's I I need people to understand not all mothers are created the same, not all mothers are benevolent and good. I just need y'all to understand that there's some terrible mothers out here. Horrible things. Okay. That takes a freezer. Yeah, a freezer and, and throw that on her baby basically and then put in a trash can and she got off for it. Like like she just got off. Like I think what was her name? It wasn't Lacey Peterson, really. I don't remember. I don't remember her name, but Gillian Maxwell, that's her name. Gillian Maxwell is currently, yes, locked away, and we need to make sure she stays alive, and we need to preserve her life so she can actually talk, because we got to break up all the powers that be that's running the most nefarious things of child prostitution. Like, are you serious right now? Like, I really do believe in Pizzagate to an extent. I really do. Some things may be embezzled, but other things make perfect fucking sense, okay? Like, I mean, not embezzled, but embellished. That's my fault. Wrong, wrong to that. Um, nah, bro, you, you somebody that can correct me? Why do I mean it? I mean, I was doing it. Yeah. I'm about to say, like, yeah, bro, you can't. Like, you can correct me all the time, bro. I believe I can learn something from everybody. Even a crackhead in the street. I can learn something from what's that? A, don't do what you do. <laughs> B, sometimes they have some lucid ass thoughts that really pierce through your soul and you gotta pay up to that shit. The crazy people and the crackheads and shit, sometimes they be saying some real ass shit and you gotta really pay attention. Like, for real, for real. I believe God be speaking through them at that time or some shit like that. By the way, which God is everybody, but that's not gonna be chopping for a whole discussion. I'll cover my philosophies on, you know, what the afterlife holds on a different topic. Long story short, I kind of homogenize the Eastern and Western philosophies. You know what I'm saying? I do believe reincarnation is a thing, and I also do believe that there is a heaven. You just gotta keep repeating its existence over and over again until you figure out how to live to reach heaven. Really? That's how I feel. 
I feel like hell actually in a sense is earth. Because <laughs> all this shit that you have to suffer in order to live. And apparently hell is supposed to be eternal suffering, right? Supposedly. So wouldn't earth kind of constitute as such suffering or just being alive in this existence? Yeah. It, just by default comes to the suffering. Yeah. You have to kill and um, you have to kill other things in order to live. Mm-hmm. Plants included. So for all you vegans and vegetarians, you are killing something that you, you know, eat. And so you have to you have to cause suffering and then you also have to suffer yourself. The very nature around us is trying to kill us on a regular basis. We've just gotten smart enough to get around that. The animals have just adapted to the natural environment around them to the point where they don't just get taken off. Right. But at the end of the day, everything in existence is trying to kill you. Even the sunlight is trying to kill you. Okay, like, you know what I'm saying? If we didn't have this atmosphere, we'd be dead. Okay? Yeah. Vaporized. You know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. It's forever going. And until you learn how to live humbly and be the most highest minded of yourself, I think you gotta keep getting reincarnated over and over again. I got a question. Yeah. Um, when you first started doing these podcasts, yeah. you by yourself, man. Did you ever get after your first episode to go back and listen to it? I listen to all my shit. I thought it was So that's how you critique yourself? Yeah, I just, I, it's like the play by play here. This is my hobby currently right now, but I do take it very seriously. Okay. And, you know, I definitely like, I study what I do, and then I look at the uh, projections and see what they do. Okay. And see what certain things are kind of blocked. What is being listened to where? And I definitely do like to critique the way I do my style. Um, if I was to say anything to answer from the podcast, I'd stop just driving again and do the intro. We really legit solid intro that was just made with the intro. So, yeah, I need to do that. That needs to get the material. be a part of the And shout out to Anchor again. Um, probably going to get sponsored by Anchor soon. Um, I just got to cooperate and just, you know, have the ad space for in there. And it's definitely good. It's definitely a good platform to be quite honest. Let me just elaborate on the details of another podcast in the next one, probably, where you know you definitely gonna understand how Anchor works and operates. It's really good at the podcasting app to distribute everything you record in a ready, willing, and easily available way. Like trust me, and it's free. Gotta love it. They believe in freedom of speech. So just going back in the what we were talking about as far as religion and shit. And but yeah, man, the world's just trying to kill you. And I think I think um we live in a hell right now. And to be quite honest. I think yeah, we live in a hell and in order to transcend to the next plane, we gotta figure out how to be as godly as possible. You know what I'm saying? So we unite with God basically. But if physics tell us something, there is a lot of dimensions to go through. So I think we just have another layer of lessons to learn before we can even like one with God. You know what I'm saying? Really good find out. Yeah. And that's probably gonna be the end of the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Because the universe is gonna go out in two ways. Either it's gonna be deep death. 
of the universe and all the matter that's spreading out basically. Or it's going to be um, like, okay, let's just say it's the universe just collapses in on itself because all, that eventually all stars will turn to black holes and all those black holes will join everything and therefore absorb its own self and then the self So it'll be a big squeeze. Or the universe itself is actually a living organism. Every facet of the universe is itself, therefore everything that like such as us, organisms in general have to die, but we're just specs. We're like the atoms of God, basically, so to speak. Imagine you were just a fractal of God. You have senses, so you have a higher order of things to do. Yeah. But long story short, I think yeah. It's all just a cycle to I think the big bang is gonna eventually lead to a big um a big trend where everything is gonna come back to start all over again. You know what I'm saying? That's how you think it's going to go on? Yeah. And I think, like, how we're having this existence right now and how we get to experience this existence, I believe there are several other planets and several other galaxies that have the same exact shit going on. And it's just observing itself as what it created. Because God created everything in existence for us. So, what's the best way to do it? Yeah. Oh, well, you kind of hit a nail on oh. oh. Do everything that you are, right? Yeah. I kind of believe in Yeah, I think everything in existence is God. The fact of God. To be quite Like, And the fact that we treat the earth the way we do is kind of shitty. Yeah. Damn, Monty, we're getting real deep in here. It's like, if you need to say, hey, bro, we feel that. It's the whole time. We have to feel this conversation. I said I wasn't going to get in the religion right now, but shit, fuck it. Yeah. So goddamn, this hurts stay away from. It is hard to stay away from, but it's tantalizing. Yeah. It's tantalizing. Everybody got their mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you feel like I do, or what's going on? Yeah, I, I go with it. The same way. That sounds uh, digestible. Yeah, it, because not that I don't have a thing, but uh, this is hard because. A lot of shit I don't know. And a lot of shit was fed to me in the light. And it might not be the truth. Yeah. So my opinion when the kind of religion always was because uh I you know, I could be saying some shit I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Because I learned from my parents. They learned from their parents. So they was waking us up. Going to motherfucking church on Sundays and shit, you know. So you suffer from a lack of self power, bro. That's what it is. And what you should do, no, 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 no. I don't say that. I say, yeah, read the books, bro. Yeah, read the good books. I read the books, but they written by who? Who the Bible written by? How to read all of them? Well, answer the question. Who is the Old Testament written? Old Testament apparently was written by scribes in Judaism. So, if you trace it back, I've done research. So, if you trace it back, mm-hmm. there were scribes for um, the, the Torah mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying, they recorded events and they also, you know what I'm saying, after these events were also recorded, mm-hmm. they also made um, poems basically or parables. Because you know how 
basically like Genesis, that shit did not happen exactly the way it's written. Okay? It, it, it did. It's very poetic speech, and you have to learn to read before you lie. So, like, if I were to all of Genesis, basically all of Genesis, you got to read between the lines. And how you know Because it was made by a poetic structure. This is supposed to be how the world was created, though. And the way it got, and then you have to understand, it has been translated time and time and time and time and time and being cut twice. All this other shit. So what you're getting now today is the very watered-down version of what the original scribes wrote. But at the end of the day, and there's several books removed because of the Catholic Church and everything like that, and King James made it a way so you can control the masses. So long story short, you know, we have a very diluted Bible, to your point. But long story short, there's some, there's tons of information out there on all the other things that we do know of. And then you can't even just stop short of the Bible. Read the Quran. Read other holy texts. Look yeah. up Greek Buddhist philosophy. Look up Hindu. Well, is it wrong to say I've always been a believer of uh, I learned uh, the way I learned in life yeah. is always like uh, experience. Mm-hmm. Hands on. Yeah. So, the book smart person might can break something down and tell you, this how you got to use, this how you got to use it. That's good, that's good, you know. But, I like to go with the motherfuckers who dropped out of eighth grade and working on engines since they were 15 and now they 40, 50. And they like, uh, yeah, put that motherfucker right there, come back in the morning, I'll have a great place. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, man, religion. Yes, you can. You have to take you got to go over there. Hands on. You have to go over there where it started. Where it all supposedly started. You do have to go over where it supposedly started. Which is? Ethiopia, Africa. To be quite brutally honest, we're going to trace religion back to the grassroots. You have to go all the way back to ancient Sumerians. What they believe because and also go back to Hindus and what they believe in so to speak because Hinduism, yeah they have a polytheistic view but they also have like how to handle the afterlife what is the afterlife and yeah. what is the whole purpose and such as Buddhist philosophies too which piggy off the Hinduism for that you know it's a reincarnation cycle and things of that nature right. like there's merit to that there is merit to that because you can swear up and down that this person is somebody that died that you know of in your own family bloodline. I think that's why it's a sin to not have kids for real for because you're supposed to establish a reincarnation cycle in the bloodline, so to speak. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I was having a conversation with my homeboy, right? And Kato. Shout out to my name, Kato. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> Shout out to them. <laughs> we were talking on the phone, and I told him, "I'm like, man, because he was trying to make a point. Like he was saying, like I had sent a shot this way. I ain't gonna lie, I talk shit. Everybody know that. So I said, you know, well, nigga, you don't, you over there shooting blanks, so you don't got no kids. You know what I'm saying? You're fucking up." <laughs> so he 
said his point to what I said was, well, nigga, I don't have kids because I don't choose to have kids because I want to spend my life exploring the world. Y'all niggas going to like Florida and shit around here. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas ain't like, like who, who been out the country? Who goes to Italy? Who goes to Greece? All this shit. So I'm like, okay, that's a point. But that's like a selfish point. That's like, that's like the life you're supposed to live after you raise your kids. Be like, all right, nigga, y'all gotta figure it out. I gave y'all the juice, go figure it out. I'm moving to the motherfucking Paris. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Call me, I'll be on the next flight for some problem in this bitch. That's what I think. Yeah, that's what I think. I think you're supposed to live your golden years doing all that epic shit and traveling. And if you're lucky enough to experience it in your 30s and 40s, that's no point. You know what I'm saying? See, I think it's a soft spot for him because I don't think that he should blink. I think that the one girl, it's like niggas like, you know, it's always that one girl, like, <laughs> who broke their heart. So, ever since then, I ain't right. yeah, it's like, you know, fuck yeah, fuck a bitch, you know what I'm saying? I'm living my life, I'm going there, I'm going there. And it's like, that's cool, nigga, but, you know, like I told him on the phone, that's cool, but what you gonna do when, it's, when you get tired of all that shit? Because your body wearing tear. Ain't nothing wrong with seeing the world, but you also gotta build a legacy. Who the fuck gonna be the next Kato? Ain't gonna be no next Kato. Cause after you gone, it's one of your cousins or something that has some kids. Cause he'll be there. I, I made a legacy. So I, don't, I love having kids. I don't regret shit. I'm gonna take their ass to Paris. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you have, like you can't live your best life with your kids. Yeah, that's what I told them. I'm like, well, I, I don't understand your argument. Like, I can take my kids every place you just named. I just, you know, I'm a felon, so I gotta wait a couple more years. Exactly. But nigga, it ain't, you know, that's some selfish shit. If that's what you worried about. But like I said, the real point to that was, like I said, the woman, whatever woman he had, they didn't go how and fuck it up. I got a couple homeboys like that. You know, women just fucked them up. Every since then, they ain't never worked. You know what? That is a that is a thing that does happen. It's a tragic thing that happens. But you know, for all the females in this podcast, they like what does happen to us on a regular basis. Shout out to MP. Being married next year. Oh, that's what's up. Oh man, I ain't got the date. Oh my god! Congratulations. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I really do. I do really do. I'm really happy, dog. Like that ass. Yeah. Seven my heart rate to find somebody you really want to just spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. It's pretty hard. The road to that is hard. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. So, yeah. Can you say to me, I don't want you to put it out to It is a bench show, but. Like, <laughs> exactly. You, you don't want to incriminate yourself at home. Yeah, no. That's no, terrible. No. I like that. That's good. On another note, I would love to uh, see you start up a family because you bought uh, 27, 28. Yeah, just about time. Yeah, about two more years. People don't be <laughs> What's he doing? Yeah, we're Carl the Third at. I know, people is gonna be stuck looking, but you know what, to be quite honest, I just feel like I need to have a nest to actually have kids, so. Yeah. I'm not trying to, not rushing to having a kid, but I'm definitely gonna rush to get the nest set up. Yeah. 
Yeah. You got that in works already? Yeah, man. I'm trying to move out, get myself a crib, and probably get a duplex. How long do you get yourself? Getting myself, uh, to be honest, I'm trying to get myself to my birthday. Which is when is my birthday again? February 27th. So, right. God, that shit went off. That was just my air conditioning thing. Back out here, guys. We are outside recording this again. I apologize. Hopefully, that gets cleaned out, man. No, that was straight. You got to leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> they kept a lot of heavy breathing on the mic off and shit. Nah, it probably did, but no, nah, man. I need to have a force out. <laughs> But goddamn, man, this is a good solid recording, my man. Yeah, definitely. Yes, definitely. And so, like, how are they going to reach you, my man, if they're trying to uh, get a shirt? Yeah, if they're trying to get a shirt. Yeah, that's just the beginning of the venture, man. Um, how are they reaching you? Oh, that's, that's easy. Uh, you can reach me at uh, moneymonty88 uh, at icloud.com. The first, you know, the capital, you know, on the money. Okay, cool. Um, okay. That's the best way to reach me. Got my phone number. Shoot, that's the best way to reach me. It's the hottest shirt in the city in Michigan right now. I don't give a fuck if nobody's shirt. And then I plan on putting them in stores by next year. Man, what you say? Because I got the blueprint. Once again, Kato. Like call me after this. Next year, Kato here. I'm gonna send it to him. I got you. Yeah. Anything I get involved with, I'm I'm harassing people. I'm making sure I'm pulling up when you die shirt. Yeah, you pretty much did that. No. I didn't really get bullied. I wanted to buy it. I'm just ambitious, man. <laughs> I'm I'm I got old school ways. I don't want to do like a lot over the phone. I'm in person typing. <laughs> That's the best way. No, it's not. Cause what if I'm at home? Like you got played. Then I go on by my way. I look, bro. I go on by my way. That day when you wasn't here, it hurt my heart. That I wasn't here. For you. I went on my way. Nah, I think I got some tequila. So. Fuck all that shit, bro. I'm tired of that. I don't want you to go off and get tequila. You couldn't see that. It's, it's cool. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's why we doing this podcast. Yeah, shout out to my nigga CJ too, man, for keeping this word. Because uh, I ain't think I, would, I got another homeboy. He been hollering podcast for me. So I'm trying to give niggas a free interview now before I get to popping. Yeah, I'm trying to get my free interviews all the way down. Yeah, platform, your platform already here. Yeah, my platform's here. It's so about to fall. I need to be able to just freely contact people. Yeah. We need to start getting a lot of people emails too. Doing a business while business way. Uh, yeah, I normally change phone numbers, but that's not the way to do things. No. I really need to stop doing that shit. Yeah. Because like exchanging phone numbers gets sticky. Yeah. People got wives and yeah. people got husbands <laughs> and they got Who's texting your phone? At two in the morning, you have a podcast idea. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I was hitting up this girl at two in the morning. He's like, what the fuck? It happened like that, too. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking this whole time, like the whole week before I even was on my mind. You only got so many times. So, CJ ain't that nigga that's going to have questions wrote down on paper. Like, oh, I know how they just talk. Yeah, and yeah. That's the conversation on itself. Yeah, it's called, uh, what they call it, 
the gift to get. Yeah, we don't buy the top. Mm-hmm. It's very essential. I got the gift to get, but I don't say a lot. Yeah. I'd rather listen. Listening is essential. Yeah. That's what kept me alive all the time. Pretty much. Yeah. I can do some shit. Believe it. Been some places. I know it. Yeah. And that sounds like it's a nice solid way to exit this from. Yeah, shout out to Twelve Mile. Uh, yeah, Twelve Mile. Shout out to my Yeah, 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 shout out to my Twelve Mile. 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 Yeah, shout out to my Twelve Mile